Cross your body to the middle of the field for it to be picked off, and then the, you lose the game. I don't understand. Although it's easy for me to say that sitting in a recliner on my duff uh, and not in rain in San Francisco like the Green Bay Packers were in last night. So that's pretty much what we've been doing here lately. This is the Bushels and Barrels program. Hi, y'all. Bunch of pot lickers. Glad you're in here with us. I am Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok and Twitter is where you can find me. I'm hanging out with the perspiring patriot. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. So are you still perspiring? (laughs) You're going to tell my secrets, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Dang. (laughs) I thought about that the second you had the procedure done. Oh, okay. The procedure, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so tell the folks what you've been up to here lately. So anybody who knows me knows that I've just I'm just a sweaty person, <laughs> and the, and when Ryan says I'm a perspiring patriot, he like it's for real. Like you really do perspire patriots. You love this country, but you perspire Absolutely. physically a lot sometimes. <laughs> yes, and I have a problem area, and it's under my arms armpit wetness yes and it's very i've struggled with it my entire life my sisters have it they've struggled with it there's no deodorant no prescription that is going to uh, i'm we've tried it all except for botox under the arms botox (laughs) under the arms yes where okay so you found somebody how did you even find out about this procedure um i've heard about people doing it and i'm like no that's crazy i'm not doing that that doesn't make sense to me. So, well, most people get it in their face, right? I went, yeah, they get it all over the place. They Botox is used for a lot of different things: migraines, sweating, um, face paralyzing, whatever. You know, they just it, whatever. So, and I and I know people are going to be like, it doesn't paralyze anything; it just relaxes muscles or what, whatever the science is. People get Botox for all kinds of things. Okay. Okay. Um. I've heard about people doing Botox in their arms, in their armpits, underarms, and uh, for sweating. It makes you stop sweating? Yes. Okay. And how it all works, I don't exactly know how. I just made sure that, you know, nothing was going to, like, affect my lymph nodes under your arms because you've got, you've got two major lymph nodes under your arms, and then you may have some more. I'm not a doctor, so I may no. have just made that up. But I don't anyway. have any idea. Anyway, I've heard of people doing it, not that I've ever... I went in to the gal who gives wellness IVs that I go see. Her name is Michelle Kidwell. She's got a place, a spa in Lawrenceville, Illinois. And um, she does Botox. She does wellness IVs. They do some oxygen therapies. Um, it's an alternative healthcare. Um, so she's she's wonderful. She's my she's my gay... Get my gay sorry. Easy. Tongue twide. She's my lady. Okay. So, your um, gay lady? No, my gal is what gal. I was trying to say. Okay, your yeah. gay gal. No. She's happily married. She's got children. Well, you said gay. I didn't mean to say that word. Oh, okay. She's my gal. She's my gal pal. All right? <laughs> I really like Michelle. Anyways, I had been kind of feeling down or whatever, and I know um, 
I try to go see her, you know, once or twice, especially in the wintertime when you don't get the vitamins that you need from the sun and all that kind of stuff. I just kind of get a boost, an IV boost. Well, I was feeling really down. And so I had scheduled an appointment with her to get an IV. And um, people that have never heard of wellness IVs will look into it. And if you can find someone who's close to you that's not extremely expensive, then you've got it made. I would recommend them. I mean, you can get glutathione, you can get your Bs, your vitamin C, D, all the things. It's amazing. Anyways, I went in there for an IV treatment and I had a shirt on and she's like, Jessica, I had no idea that you struggled with this. And I, it was so embarrassing. So she saw your Yes. Soaked under And your- I had worn something over my shirt, you know, that, and she saw my problem. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is this is my this is me, you know. It's just my life. Take it, yeah, take it or leave it. My husband it. has accepted I me for it. I throw away a lot of shirts. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> like, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. My husband accepts me for who I am. <laughs> so she's like, next time you come sit, let's make an appointment for you to come in and get this done. And so I did. And um when I say it's life-changing for me, it is life-changing for me. And I can, so, I can attest to it, folks. Yes, yes. She doesn't sweat now. In, under, underneath, under, there, uh, underneath, under my arms. Yeah, yeah, you don't have armpit sweat anymore. Yeah, yeah. And it worked, yeah. what, within two days of getting it? It was crazy, yeah. And I think Botox, like, it kicks in maybe a week after you get Botox in your face or whatever. And then I got it, and it was two days and I was not sweating. Yeah. Like, no dampness. I will accept you getting Botox in your pits, but you leave that stuff away from your face. Oh, well, too late. <laughs> well, don't make it a habit. What's a pro- what is the problem with that? Well, isn't that what these some of these movie stars get where their face just look looks like a freaking concrete pad? I think so, yeah. I think that I think people get addicted to it for sure. Well, yeah, I mean like, I just, I don't want to. Uh-huh. You are beautiful. I do not want that. You're so funny. Why? It, because you're just funny. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Like but these no, people, I, their, their face yeah. is like frozen. Yeah. Yeah. It's no. Like, yes. I get that. Yes. These people must take Some more people, shots to the face than a porn star. Me, Ryan. <laughs> so inappropriate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyway, I think that some people so I've heard. over uh, do over overly do it. You know, yes, absolutely. I want to age gracefully, so I'm going to take care of my skin. And, anyways, well, it's worked out great. Well, my ar- my underarms won't have wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, yes, yeah, because that's what we're all worried about. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's where everybody's looking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will go back. And her name again is Michelle Kidwell. If you're around here in Lawrenceville, she's, um, I've seen her for, I don't know, three years now, maybe Yeah, two years. So the wellness IVs I heard about in Marion and that's just too far for me to drive if I'm feeling icky. So, yeah. um, she has some, uh, vitamin B shots that are just amazing, especially through the winter time. It's just good stuff. Like, and things that you just don't talk, you don't, hear about going to your regular doctor you Mm -hmm. know these are things that you can talk to her about and she'll be honest with you and tell you things and then if you want to get a wrinkle on her forehead you know Mm -hmm. fixed she can help you with that too (laughs) right but they do um, do that too often yeah so pam there does and i didn't mean for this to turn into an infomercial for their spa but anyways pam does the hydrofacials and she does other facials and then jordan is actually michelle's daughter and 
um, she has all the machines that you can get laser and hair removal and um, all kind. They do a Morpheus 8 treatment, which is interesting, um, which I've had that done. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. The girls do. No idea. Yeah. Gals do. And there's a lot of gals that listen to the show, so. Yeah, and Jordan does derma planning, so uh, they do a lot. It's a really neat little place. Cool. So, anyways. I am over cold weather. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, We're in southern Illinois. We're not even up there where it gets real, real cold, like Iowa and Minnesota, and you poor folks in the Dakotas and Kansas and Nebraska. But still, uh-huh. this this crap of being two degrees whenever it's the middle of the night is I'm done with it. I got up and went to church this morning. It was nine. Uh, hour and a half later, after I came out of church, we had warmed up to twelve. Right now, I believe it's about fifteen outside, and I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. I, what what the hell? I thought we I thought all these fossil fuels was supposed to reverse all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it should be hot year round now. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Exactly. But. You know, everybody around here is all, you know, you or you read it on Facebook. Everybody's like, ah, oh, man, I'm going south. I'm going to Florida. I'm going to Cancun. I'm going to Punta Cana. I'm going to get out of town. We're going to go where it's warmer. And I'm just like, okay, so you know, let's just say what global warming is real. Like, it doesn't seem to me like it's a, that bad of a deal, given that everybody around here, when it gets cold, wants to go to someplace when it's warm. Mm-hmm. Well, how about we just bring the warmth here? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I do, too, know. I know that global warming is a farce. A total joke and man has nothing to do with it yeah i agree but anyway uh not much going on on the farming front around here uh well whenever it's this cold and augers are froze and you know the one thing that did not happen with all this cold weather right here where we're at is we didn't get hardly any snow I, if we got a quarter of inch of snow i'd be surprised but so therefore all our wheat that is looking very good that was standing did not get a layer of snow to insulate it from these cold weather so i fully expect here in a couple weeks that stuff's going to be brown as uh, something brown Mm. yum it's no Mm. (laughs) but i'd say it's going to suffer a little bit not to say it's going to ding its yield at all i mean we've been doing this forever but this is probably one of the longest cold streaks that i can remember in a long time just the duration of it yeah because we're on like day number 10 of it now it's cold yeah yeah and not very often does it get cold enough for me to shut my oil wells down but about once a once a winter i probably have to shut them down maybe for a day or two Mm -hmm. because we get like an extremely extremely cold night my wells have been shut down now for eight days yeah it's eight days Ooh. so and that you want to talk about leading to boredom like i don't have nothing to do i'm not hauling grain (laughs) because my augers are all frozen Mm -hmm. you can't run an oil well when it's this cold if you don't have everything insulated and and i've tried to run through that stuff and you end up making so many messes it's just not worth it so with age comes wisdom and i shut mine down whenever it gets this cold uh really i have is it driving you nuts that I'm home all the time right now? So I went and had coffee with one of my girlfriends the other day. She is a farm wife also. Uh, she has five kids, I think, and most of them are in school. She's got one at home, but she said, it's so funny. What you're explaining is my life. And I said, yeah, Ryan is at home. And I feel like whenever he's at home, because he's not home often normally, he's, uh, he's there. So I have to be there to cater to him. So she said, I know exactly what you, I know exactly what you mean. Like, I want to be by my husband sitting on the couch with him, but at the same time, I need to be doing the stuff that I typically do. 
But since you're here, it throws everything kind of in a whirlwind. Right. Like, it's just kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, because you feel like you need to be in the house if I'm in the house. Well, yeah. Well, not, not only that. Like, I've got these small home projects that I'm doing, and when you're here, I need to make sure that you're taken care of and you do your... Because <laughs> I can't take care of myself. Right. <laughs> That's just what I do. I cater to you and I cater to Alden and whoever else needs catered to. And if you're around, then I've got to cater to you. Yeah. So. so basically, here's what it comes down to. At about 8.30 in the morning, Jess is going, get up, go do something. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Go do something. Get your day started so I, I can get my day started. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. Get and your I, day started so I can get my day started. And I'm like, man, yeah, I'm glad that's, I'm glad those roles aren't reversed. And here's how the, and here's how it works in my brain. Like I want to get up and I want to walk on the treadmill and I want to lift a few weights, but Ryan also may want to go running or something. Cause you've been on that bandwagon again. Right. Yeah. Pretty and, good. Yeah. And, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't go before him because he may want to come down and do that. So I've got to wait for him to do it because I want him to be catered to. <laughs> and that's how lucky i am folks being catered to i'm just sa- i'm just saying like i just wait for you to i want to make sure that you're your priority you because that's fan- my job you do a fantastic job of taking care of me, I don't know. no doubt about that but I tell you, it's so damn cold that like the heater in my shop just can't keep up mm. so now i you livestock guys are going to laugh at me and you go right on ahead i choose not to have livestock you guys choose to but my heater in my shop won't get it above 50 degrees when it's this cold outside. Mm-hmm. And I just, I hate cold weather. I hate it. I, I want to be warm. I would just as soon be 100 degrees and me just sweating my rear end off than to endure the shit that we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's just me. I um I know that this is funny because every time in the summertime you'll say oh man it's hot and i'll say stop complaining because next time next thing you know it's going to be freezing cold and you're going to be griping about it being cold so yeah just hush yeah (laughs) the one good thing about this cold weather and it's taken some getting used to is so for those of you who don't know since the new year has uh turned there is a 5k that comes up every single february and i half ass try to get ready for it's it's a benefit for our local catholic school well this year i'm like i want to beat 30 minutes to run the 5k in and i didn't do that last year i was like 30 minutes and 30 seconds it sucked so now i've been training very very hard starting january 1st up until now and i'm running the 5k in about oh anywhere between 26 to 28 minutes right now which is good but i'm doing it every day get plenty good and hot and sweaty well, when it's this cold, you just walk straight outside. It takes no time to cool off. Mm-hmm. Like none. That's, that's my cold shower. Mm-hmm. Speaking of cold showers, is that something <laughs> you're doing there, Miss Homeopathy? You're really like blowing me up on all my things lately. Huh. Well, I mean. Dang. We haven't talked about Mom, this. Mom. That's it's for sure. Onion water. <sighs> Botox shots to the pits. Yeah. <laughs> cold and showers. Like, yeah, enough of your homeopathy. You're putting bio or. Uh, botulism or whatever it is in your armpits yeah you know, whatever it works and it's it's life-changing for me because i've never not had red that. light therapy that's the new one right now we got yeah. a red light yeah and i just bought a cheap one because supposedly all led red lights are pretty much the same so we're trying it out so you're doing this you're doing this cold shower stuff tell people what you're doing i'm on my second month of cold rinses 
cold I, rinses. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I take a regular shower in hot, hot, steamy water because that's what I like. Right. One Most morning, people do. Yeah. One more. <laughs> one morning, I just saw I had been influenced by all the people on TikTok or whatever. I don't get on Facebook, so don't scroll there. But I was like, you know what? If there's something to it, I might as well just try it. So. One day, I'm like, I'm going to finish my shower in a cold shower, and it's going to be really cold, and I'm going to try to stay, and, and I lasted 15 seconds the first time. The second time, I might have lasted 11 seconds. Takes your breath away. Yeah, and then you learn to breathe through it and all that jazz, but um, no, I'm on my second month of cold showers. If it did not make my body feel as good as it did, I would not be doing it. Now, how does so. it make your body feel better? I would think it'd just make you freeze your rear end off well, and you get out of the shower. I think it's a mind over matter thing. And I just take a regular shower, and in the last few minutes, I've been using the stopwatch on my phone, and I set it down by the shower so that I could see how long I'm actually lasting. <laughs> so you know? I'm timing myself running a 5K. You're yeah. timing yourself taking cold showers. <laughs> exactly. How long can I endure this? <laughs> it's supposed to send a shock through your system. It's supposed to help with your your mood and circulation and all that jazz. And I, you know what? It feels good, and I can't explain it. Yeah. I can't explain it because even, I mean, even now I feel the effects in my legs, like in my calves and in, in my lower trunk. So well, it's good. It's very different. It's very different. And I, and you know what? I talk so highly about it. And my dad, he's like, well, I can't get all the way to cold, but I am getting a cold rinse at the end. So <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I talked to him into it. Not that I talked him into it, but he was curious enough. So Is he drinking onion it. water too? No, I don't okay. think so. Uh-uh. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's, I have been doing that. I'm on my second month. Well, cool. Yeah. It's pretty, I mean, it is what it is. Yep. And it, I mean, this is our life. And I'm glad that you're like not bashing me. Oh, I'm not <laughs> like, bashing what, you. What an idiot just, my wife no, is. I'm for just doing telling this. everybody the alternative way of living. <laughs> she wakes up, she makes her cup of coffee, she throws the red light down her shirt. Uh, what? The, yeah, the other morning, whenever I came downstairs, you oh, like you I like had, had it tucked right in your the collar oh, yeah. of your shirt. Well, it's supposed to be anti aging, so you know, and then your chest like ages faster than a lot of other. Anyways, whatever. Get done with your Thank cup you of coffee. For you telling think everybody you have that. you think you have a sniffle? <laughs> you take a couple shots of onion water. You go up, take a cold shower, and you're ready to hit the ground running. Man, life is good. <laughs> I get up, make my coffee, take my blood pressure medicine, and get going. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not on blood pressure medicine, so there you have there it. There you are. It's hereditary. <laughs> oh, shoot. And we're not related. Mm -mm. Oh, boy. Well, what else is going on? Anything besides <laughs> cold weather and the slugging our way through winter? We're getting ready to go on vacation. We are. Cannot wait. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Going to the Dominican Republic, Punta Cana. I've, I've We've never been there. No. I've read, and me and you've discussed this. We'll discuss it in front of our audience here. Uh, the, the water is even worse in Dominican Republic than what it is in Mexico. When I say don't drink the water, mm -hmm. like I've read some articles that says you do not eat a salad down there because you don't know whether it was filtered water or not they washed yeah. the salad with. Yeah. So we're going to go down there on a Monday and come back on a Saturday, and I just – Pray to the dear Lord that if, if the water does get to me, it waits till Sunday. Because <laughs> I don't want to be on a A321 on the way back to St. Louis. Mm, having an upset stomach. Just mm. painting the walls of the lavatory. Okay. 
No, we're, we're excited about that. We've I, I don't think that we've talked about anything really of substance other than our trip coming up. <laughs> so <laughs> we've just been excited. Lately? Yeah. Oh, I, well, yeah. hell, that's all you warm. can do. And we're checking the temperatures the down temperature there. The temperature every yeah. day down there is between 84 and 87. Yeah. And then we're up here and it's two. Yeah. It's like negative woof. zero wind chill. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went to Ashley's, uh, my sister Ashley's, and uh, saw, saw a few of my sisters, which is great. We switch out clothes a few times. We've done it three times now. Like, you know, Cohen grows out of clothes and then I give them because her boys are younger. And then they, we've, and now we've gotten to the cycle where Alden. Like where Cohen had clothes, the boys wore it, and now it's coming back to Alden so that he can wear it. So it's real funny. It's just a cycle. Really? Yeah, yes. So some of Cohen's clothes mm-hmm. have went down to Ashley's. Now their kids have outgrown them, they, and Cohen's mm-hmm. clothes have actually came back mm-hmm. for Alden. That is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, just a cycle. Yeah. And it, and everything's still kind of, I mean, in style. I mean, I don't know how boys' clothes go out of style. It's a t-shirt and jeans or t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what happens whenever you have kids 13 years apart. I guess that'll happen. Yeah, that will so, happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I went down there. I took some of their beef down there. I stopped with the processor, grabbed their beef. And he said, oh, it's just four to six boxes. Well, they load me up with 14. And 14 boxes of frozen beef is really heavy. And so I, I texted Ashley and told her I was getting ready to do a wheelie in the Yukon. Like, cause the back <laughs> bumper squatting. dragging the ground. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's really funny. Bo, uh, their, their company is actually Bo, uh, no BS meets. So they do online orders and stuff and you can. Yeah. If you, you want to go there, that. free plug here, no BS meets. That's yeah. a, you will get high quality meat. I'm telling you, you can't get a better steak. You nope. can't, you can, not even at a restaurant. I don't care high qual, how high quality the restaurant is or what, where their beef comes from. It's not going to be as good as one of these steaks. <laughs> we need to tell them to get a promo code. We, oh yeah. That's a great idea. I don't know if they'll go for it, but that's Probably a good idea. Not, no, okay. still. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they would. Yeah. They're in Pope County, Illinois. Yeah. So they're down South. They will mail you the meat. I don't know if they will. You don't? Maybe, oh, that's right. You got to come do down there and pick it up. Yeah. If you they, order it online, you got to mm-hmm. go to their place and pick it up. Yeah. Well, that won't work for some of you guys in Iowa. I mean, I yeah, guess I you could. And maybe, I mean, Iowans have their own. There's a lot of beef processors up there, too. All right, here's the here deal. locally, I would recommend their beef over any, and I'm biased, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Here's course. the deal. If somebody from the Iowa, Minnesota, or hell, I, uh, Ohio, anywhere, Anywhere from a long way away. You go order some no BS meat. I will meet you at a local tavern and buy you a beer. <laughs> that part will be on me. Yeah. <laughs> Promo code hello, Jessica. <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't work, so don't try to type it in. <laughs> Where the hell is this promo code box at? Yeah. People are liars. Mm-hmm. No, they're good. They're good. I I enjoy it. And Bo, he's, he's become quite the chef. So I had a really good visit with my sisters and getting their beef down there. It was really funny. Yeah. Brakes don't work when your car's a lot heavier. I'm just kidding. They worked fine. I mean, you drive a semi. You ought to know how <laughs> brakes work when you're loaded versus unloaded. It's <laughs> a lot different I'm in just a car. Saying. It is different in a car. It was, yeah. quite, it was quite funny. That yeah, wheelie. Woo wee. <laughs> and Nicole and I went to Evansville yesterday, and, you know, people are just sad. We ran to the mall. We ran to Sam's. We ran to a few other places. People are sad? People are just sad and cranky these days. Just out and about in public yes, gets what you see? Yes, What do you mean? Well, prices are so high. Like, you used to be able to buy a pair of tennis shoes for, you know, 20 or $30 and get a decent, good pair of tennis shoes. Kids' shoes, they're 55 and $65. Yeah. And that's hard 
for me. I couldn't pull the trigger on a few pair. You know, mm-hmm. I almost ran to the dollar store just to get Alden something presentable. <laughs> well, you know, back whenever I was younger, Levi's weren't that expensive. They right. were they were a little bit like more expensive than a Wrangler or a mm-hmm. Rustler or something, but they weren't that expensive. Mm-hmm. And now what are they? About 70 bucks a pair? Uh, yeah. Like your work jeans to go buy them at Penny's or Dillard's or wherever I can find them. Um, they're, they're about 70. Now, whenever I go to Amazon and try to find the number of Levi's that you wear, I can find them sometimes in a weird wash or a skinny jean for like $25 or $30, but that's not what you're wanting to wear. I ain't wearing no skinny jeans. No, no. They're a weird wash, and you don't even know if they're real Levi's. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of weird. So, Yeah, the I, price of everything's just outrageous. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know how people are doing it, because I and I, I like to pinch pennies and stuff. I, oof, man. Yeah. Oof. Well, like, so lately... I've been drinking coffee in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I've I've cut down my happy hour tremendously here since the new year started, and that's just for me trying to lose a few pounds. Uh, I learned that you cannot consume beer and lose weight at the same time. It just doesn't work. <laughs> you can't do it. So uh, I, I don't drink very much on the weekends. I don't drink through the week. And Instead, like sometimes, you know, around happy hour, I'll, I'll, I'll want a beer. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be like, you know, it's just what you kind of get used to doing. And it's, it's a way to relax at the end of the day. And I'm trying not to drink beer, which I'm not, but I want something to take its place. And I go get a cup of coffee. Like if I'm in, in town from Casey's or something mm-hmm. and a large coffee is like $2 and 18 cents. Yeah. I mean, used to be maybe 89. Yeah. It was less than a buck like yeah. three years ago. Yeah. And it's just unbelievable to me, mm-hmm. like unbelievable. You know, you go to go through any drive-through. You name the restaurant; doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's just you by yourself and you get anything to eat, basically. And by way of a combo meal, you're not getting out of there for less than twelve bucks. Oh yeah, I yeah. And I remember in high school, McDonald's like their uh, single burger meal or whatever. You could get out of McDonald's on less than five dollars and have two single cheeseburgers. With a small fry and a, and a big drink. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. less than five bucks. Well, so on, I don't remember, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever day it was, I met my new crop insurance agent mm-hmm. uh, at, at a local restaurant here in town, um, Justin Swanson with Diversity Service. Or Diversity. Man, we're throwing out all the we sure are. today. <laughs> but him and I were talking, you know, he's my age. We went to high school together, went to lunch together many times. He was like, we used to be able to go to McDonald's and get a, a Big Mac value meal mm-hmm. for $3.50. $3.50. Like burger or, you know, Big Mac, yeah. fries, Coke. Yeah. So it's unbelievable. Well, was it, wasn't it just this week? Uh, this past week, Joe Biden went somewhere and got a slushie, and it was six bucks. And he's like, whoa, he's six like, bucks. He's like, whoa, six bucks for yeah. a slushie. He's like, yeah, you think we're all just lying about this inflation stuff, dude? Yeah. Like, he's come so on. He's so out of touch. He doesn't even know where he's at. That guy's an idiot. Oh, an man. idiot. That's nuts, isn't it? Speaking of inflation and everything out of control, U.S. debt clock number right now, $34 trillion, $54 billion, $157 million, $901,000. $561. That's where we started today, folks. I'll Ugh. let you know when we're done where we're up to. Okay. I'll remind you to check that clock. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. But no, yesterday at the mall, I mean, there were, and there were kids, you know, at the mall. And I remember being a teenager wanting to go to the mall and, um, it's just different these days. It's just way different. And it's just way different. And people are just sad. Are kids still at the mall? 
they're not young kids, but like teenagers. Yeah. 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 Well, like whenever I was a teenager, I always thought the cool place to go was the mall. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. That's do they, but do they still run around in groups together? Or no, they all just kind of uh-uh. by themselves holding a phone in their hand. There might be one or two, maybe, maybe th- I think the max I saw was like three or four girls together, like really? grouped together. And they may have been, may have been older, but no, there wasn't like a group of boys. And then like a group of girls that were kind of like, well, we told our parents that we were coming to the mall and now, you know, this yeah, times jo- have changed. Joey over here is at the mall and we're all going to eat Chick-fil-A together. You know, nothing like that. But even of the kids, do they seem like they're depressed? <laughs> they're just in, it's just almost robotic. It's weird. What a time to be alive. It is we- way weird. Um, everybody's just kind of in their own little world. And Nicole noted, she said, people, people just look odd odd really Uh uh-huh and we're from the country like we live out in the country and the places that we go is the local walmart and the local gas stations and there's not there's not a mall there so you don't see a whole lot of anything other than rural people because that's where we live and then when you go to somewhere like evansville you've got everything yeah you know it's a bit i think evansville's a big town yeah i mean it's the biggest one around here yeah so it was just it was just very interesting, something that I noticed. Mm. Just very robotic and you know, um I walked into Sephora. I told Nicole, I said, I really would like to go into Sephora to see if I could find some lip gloss or facial serum. And she's like, I don't want to go in there. And I said, But I can't go in there by myself because the whole the whole store gives me anxiety. And I don't have anxiety. I'm just said that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's overwhelming. It smells extremely bad because if somebody's sprayed a million sprays of perfume, and like I walk, burn your throat bad. Yeah, like yeah. nostril immediately. We've all been around those people that put on too much Whoa. perfume or too yeah. much cologne. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I walk in there and. I must have looked lost because one lady comes from the back of the store and she's like, can I help you find something? And I'm like, um, maybe, (laughs) but there's all these younger kids in there and then there's adults in there and then there's Sephora. You, and at some point I got by myself and I'm, and Nicole and I are just kind of browsing the shelving. All of, it is a disgusting store. These packages are opened. And I mean the stuff, okay, so you see the display of the actual product, like a lip gloss mm-hmm. or a lipstick, okay? You can open it, look at it, swatch it on your hand. It's what they used to do in the old days. Like mom would go and she would do that at Dillard's or, you know, Macy's or wherever. And she would put the color of lipstick on her hand to see if it went good with her skin color, okay? And, um, or you could do that with a brush and makeup. They have the makeups out and it's all kind of opened, well, the in stock items were all like opened and used. The things that you were supposed to actually buy, like somebody took one you were going to use or buy. one that was for sale, yes. to somebody, and they did this with it, yes, and Yuck. then put it back. Yuck! This store was absolutely disgusting. Like I don't think I'll ever go into another one. I don't blame you because it was nasty. But and- listen to you talk about like all the stuff you got to do to figure out what you like. Man, I don't have to do nothing like that. No. No, but I mean, it's a choice. Like if I didn't have TikTok and I saw somebody's lip gloss and I'm like, ooh, I really like that one. But I didn't like that TikTok, so I can't go back to reference it. Yeah. You know, I can't. You'll never find it again. I'll never find it again. Yep. I have no idea. So I'll have to make a note next time. Yep. Or if I wasn't on TikTok, then I would never know about it. So I just use my Blistex and go on. 
There you go. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, that's real life. The truth of the matter is, is that it, I wouldn't be influenced to go buy a product that yeah. I don't need. I don't. Well, well anyways, so whatever. I still can't find the perfect one. So you want to get us some news? I guess. Is are you tired of me talking about Dissecting all things, stuff. all things beauty and health? That's that has really <laughs> taken up a good chunk of the show so far. Sure hasn't has. It? Oh well, yeah. whatever. Anyways, if you want to know my beauty secrets, let me know. Yes. <laughs> go see Michelle. <laughs> there you go. Do you, I think if I understand correctly, you have some stuff that you want to bring to the the attention of the program today, don't um, you? Yeah, I do. I, I'm pretty sure I heard this is in order. Guess who's back? Mm. Back again. Oh yes. It's been a while. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Jessica has a Fauci update. And we were going to talk about this last week. And why did why didn't we do a show last week? Do we know? Uh, well, I was watching football. I why did because I think. The soundboard was froze. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll just stick with that. Anyways, um, so Fauci, two weeks ago, had a hearing, and um, it was closed to the public, but they did release transcripts. And and it's so funny because mainstream media isn't really talking about Fauci's, like, he had to meet and talk about COVID. Right. And why he made the decisions he made. So and now, so, why he went out in front of public and said, "This is the reason why I went out in public and said this because it's backed by such and such science, right?" Right. So he admits. Now he admits what he confessed to lawmakers last Tuesday, not this, so two Tuesdays ago, that guidelines to keep six feet of separation to stop the spread of COVID nineteen. Right. Okay. It just kind of appeared. It was not. Based on just any, an arbitrary number, just yeah, whatever. Six feet. It was based on absolutely nothing, and and the sheep picked up on that and ran us. I mean, do you remember like at case at a gas station, you have dots Circles on the floor, on the floor where you had to stand in line. That's at everywhere, every store you went to. <laughs> and dots Fauci on just the, came out and said, "Oh, we just made that. We up. just made that number up. There was no scientific data to to support or deny that it was a good number. We just yeah. that's what we made up." Yeah. Well, what else did you make up, Mr. Fauci? I think the masking. The masking we know was a joke now. Right. Like. <laughs> so anyways, it's real funny that, I mean, if you haven't heard that, I, I here's a picture on this New York Post article that said Fauci made this up or, you know, it just kind of appeared. It wasn't based off of anything. There is a picture of this yard and it looks like college kids. <laughs> And there are these circles in this grass, perfectly drawn circles. And there are the kids inside of these circles. And they're all spaced out equally. So that, know? oh, as a rewind can, to what was going on back then? No, this is like during the pandemic. That's what the, I'm saying. As a rewind, this is something yes, they did back then. Yes. It had no science, no Why? So anyways, they've all got their little blankets spread out and they're all kind of in their own groups. You know, there's only two or three people inside these circles. Just like beaches were shut down in Florida. You Playgrounds know. were shut down yeah, outside. West Salem, Illinois had yellow police tape around yes. the entire playground. No trespassing. Like what? 
what it was the, the saddest hell? thing. I remember I have that picture in my camera roll somewhere. And I think I printed it off just because it's such an amazing picture. Like, this is this where... This is America. This, this is, is where, where we're at. Yeah. This is where we're at. March of Social distancing. It's a beautiful 70 degree day and you can't go play on the... That's right. And the then playground. and then, and then the, the wizard of God of smart of all things medicine, Dr. Anthony Fauci, comes out and says, ah, that's six foot number. Hell, we didn't... Pff, mm-hmm. We don't know where that came from. Mm-hmm. Well, then what the hell did you shut, uh, shut everything down for? What are these dots on the floors of gas stations? How come you shut down the playground? How come we couldn't go to the beach? Why did you go arrest a surfer that was out surfing by himself in Florida and haul yeah. him off? Yeah. I remember one time Tom Brady, uh, during the, the height of the pandemic, Tom Brady was out running down in Florida and got stopped by a cop. And the cop said, you got to go home. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed out here. Mm-hmm. So, and then, crazy. then this jackass comes out and says, "We don't even know where the six foot came from." Mm-hmm. Meaning, we don't have any idea. We, we, all this was just stupid. So, listen to this. They said these decisions, based off of social social distancing, masking, or whatever. He said, "Oh, these decisions were just made up. They were made by the school districts." No, they weren't. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Like, I was Pr- on the school board yeah. then. Pritzker was, was you know, making these, quote, mandates, yeah, and- which were unconstitutional mandates, which is the whole reason why you stood up and fought and how you got popular during COVID, you know? Yeah. And I mean, your, your, popular, your opinion got popular is what I should say, but... Yeah, I can't... Because it, it didn't make you. any sense. Our superintendent and our school board did not come in and say, you have to move your desks six feet apart <laughs> in each of these classrooms. No, we were told by that shit-ass organization, the health, the health department, mm-hmm. who was being directed by who? J.B. Pritzker. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And who's J.B. Pritzker getting uh, told by? Fauci. Yeah. And then Fauci, the, the head dick of all of it, comes out and says, ah, we don't even know what, six foot? We have no idea where that number came from. Oh, but boy, that trickled down all the way to every single school district in America. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, many Christmas. Yeah. And then he says that he's still not convinced that there was a learning loss. He did? Mm-hmm. That's a joke. And um, if you ask any parent, they'll tell you um, there was a major, you know, somebody else said, this is their commentary, I think if you ask any parent, they'll tell you it was a major hit on their child's development. I have I have someone that I know who was two. You know, that's very crucial time for a child's speaking ability. And they are slow in developing speech. Because of the mask? Not slow, just delayed. It's yeah, delayed. Because, because of the mask. Yeah, because the teachers wore yep. the mask. And they, you know, at that point in a child's life, they're reading lips. They're looking at facial expressions. And that yeah. kid was stole that that opportunity and learning experience for that child is was stolen for that you know? for that time frame yeah, yeah. you're exactly yeah. right for a year or two right however long it was that, yeah. that those people and then they finally people just started ditching the masks well you because. know this is the election year they're, they're predicting something as as a matter of fact i i didn't print it off i just read uh, an article on fox news of um uh is there a disease X coming that's like yes. totally deadly? Yes. Yeah. Supposedly to humanize mice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I heard about that this week on the radio. Plus, I just read the article. Yep. It's an election year. Here we go. Are you going to participate? <sighs> no. Whenever they say Are we have to mask. I'm asking you. Are you going to participate whenever they say that you have to mask up again and you have to social distance with this arbitrary number that they come up with now? I mean, what's next? Is it going to be 12 feet? 
Maybe. <laughs> no, it's going to be keep your ass at home. We're shutting the whole place down. Yeah. Are you going to participate, though? No. If we go back to a p- playground that has police tape around it, are you just going to cut it down and go play? Yeah. <laughs> Anarchy! Damn right. <laughs> with, the, with the police tape. That's crazy. That yeah. was so crazy. And in my and here's my little boy. Like, And I, I said March 2020 earlier, and I meant 2021, I think. Because that's when everything was still shut. Was everything shut down then? Or was 2020 it 2020 is when it started. March of 2020 is whenever everything started. Started shutting down, yeah. But then maybe it was by later the on. summer of 2020, everything was shut down, yeah. clear through yeah. 21. Right? Okay. Yeah. So I bet it was that summer that I drove by there and yeah. took that picture. Well, we're not going to play this next go around. I don't no, give a damn. I'm not playing. I, I don't give it. I, I say if you comply, you are complicit. I'm serious. <laughs> That's true. I, I agree. I, I mean, if you go along with it, it's just going to make it keep going longer. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I mean, it's just kind of like standing up, take Texas border, for instance, you know, uh, governor down there, um, his name is, what's his name? Oh, Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott has called in the national guard, right. Mm -hmm. To protect the border because federal government is not doing their job. And now they're throwing a fit about it. Well, yeah, it's going to take us locally standing up that's all it takes that's that's what that's That's that was the movement i was trying to lead around here yes was was let's let's be like uh newton illinois let's let's not make our kids mask up let's this is our our taxpayers are paying their money for all of this school Mm -hmm. to be open or you know there's no reason to shut down there's no reason to shut down i can cite you plenty of sources Mm -hmm. from very reputable doctors saying this this is all a sham this virus does not affect kids the way that it affects elders you know Elderly, right. Yeah. Right. But got any other news? What else you got? Well, so January 6th happened, and then, like, all of this footage is supposed to be released, right? Yeah. So, Representative Thomas Massey, I believe he's from Kentucky. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, he tweets out um, a video of... A bomb, one of the pipe bombs that was laid on January 6, 2021. Because, because they found pipe bombs laid. In, yes. Was it one or was it more than one? I think they found more than one, but they never released the guy's name of who did it. Well, right? who who laid the pipe bombs down where they were at? They wanted yeah. people to assume it was Trump supporters. Right. So we know that the Capitol Police let the people in the building. And right. They stayed behind in the side of the ropes. And framed the Proud Boys <laughs> yes. for wanting to... Uh, right. And we watched the Epoch series on that. The right. first one and the second, January 6th, the real true story or whatever it's called. Right. So, um, and I, you know, we've already talked about all that. So now more footage is being released of a guy who laid down a pipe bomb. And guess what? What? They're saying that he's a Capitol policeman. A Capitol police officer mm-hmm. laid down a pipe bomb. Mm-hmm. So. That's big news that nobody's talking about. Now, I wonder who gave him orders to do that. I wonder. Or, now that he's busted, will the higher-ups just say, we don't know this guy, and his ass is going to jail, and he'll take the fall for what he, for doing what he was told. I bet you anything that's what will happen. Did you tell me also that two people from McLeansboro, Illinois, just this past week got arrested for yeah. being at Cap- uh, January yes. 6th? Yes. This is getting real. Three years later, you finally uh-huh. catch up with two more people that were there. And what a joke. And I don't think they're in the article that I read, which was a local local thing. Um, 
they didn't give the statement from those guys. So I don't know if they actually gave a statement and it's not being told or if they just, if they're just staying quiet. So I think they're, they will show up in court in the Southern district in Benton probably yeah. here in the next week. For those two. of you who don't know, McLeansboro is about an hour away from uh, where we're at mm-hmm. here in Southern Illinois. Two guys, I think they were together and one, number one, the Capitol police is saying that they were spewing racial slurs. That's not illegal. So, I hate to tell people, and I'm I'm not I don't support people doing it, but that's not illegal. Yeah, um, and then one of them supposedly had was was trying to beat out a window or something. Uh, so, although we have footage of cops taking just, a window out to let people in, right? It's just very interesting that number one, they haven't been arrested or questioned yet, and then all of a sudden there's the supposed footage and the FBI's moving in on them based off of hearsay wording and and what they said to police officers there, and then like saying that they beat out a window, yeah. and they, I mean, because all those people were arrested. And charges were brought against well, them. Well, if you beat a window out, you should be arrested. Yeah, but like now, this is so weird. It's just weird. It's kind of like well, a, what's yeah? Because three it makes years me later, think, it that's makes weird. Me think this is probably somewhat of a made-up story, right? Is that what you think? It's, it, it's funny that it's taken three years. Mm-hmm. I, that's what gets me. I, I hope. And man, Donald Trump cleaned some ass in Iowa last no week. No kidding. The biggest route. In the history of the Iowa caucus happened, for those of you who don't know. Record-breaking. Record-breaking. Mm-hmm. Ron and DeSantis was 30 points behind Donald Trump, and he came in second. Listen, did you know, and we, you were talking about, this will be a massive record if he wins all 99 counties, right? Right. Did you know he only lost that one, one county, county by to Nikki Haley yep. by one vote? One vote. That's that's that, impressive. I don't care. Uh, that's kind of weird. I don't care. Ninety-eight of ninety-nine counties. Move oh, that's on. True. That's move true. on. That is petty. That is petty. It's kind of funny though because like I don't care. I'm not can, worried about it. Well, I'm just saying. Ninety-eight of ninety-nine so. counties. He handed them their ass. We'll see you in New Hampshire. Yeah, that's true. I so mean, we'll see what happens on Tuesday. And can you imagine how awful Donald's having it right now? I mean. His life. He, so he wins the Iowa caucus on Tuesday or Monday night, and he has to be in a courtroom on Tuesday morning in New York for that woman who says that he sexually. Jean Carroll, yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. She's and crazy. He, he, she is crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. I've, I've seen many people on, on a Twitter talking about how crazy this woman is. Well, I mean, her last, whenever, years ago, she had tweeted and actually, she said it on a night show. She said, I really think that people look at rape as sexy. Yes. She said that. Yeah. She said that on a night show. Yep. yep. I don't know if it was Jimmy Fallon or one of the other yahoos. I don't know who it was, but it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. But I mean, Donald is trying to campaign and put up with all this Joe Biden. She's nuts. All this Joe Biden legal shit that mm-hmm. he's... The, I, Fannie New York, Willis, Fannie Willis, yeah, the shit that's going on down in Florida, mm-hmm. this FBI and the Mar-a-Lago shit still hadn't completely went away. I mean, he's dealing with all of this while campaigning to uh, be president, and he keeps getting more and more popular. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, the reason is because there's m- most people who vote, even if you're not the biggest fan of Donald Trump, most people do have the wherewithal to say uh, they could do that to any of us. Mm-hmm. 
They could do what they're doing to him to any of us. Even if Donald's not my character and DeSantis is, they could do the same thing to DeSantis. They mm-hmm. could do the same thing to Haley. They could do the same thing to Vivek. You name them. Yeah. And can you imagine if you were um, like James Comer right now in Congress? He's got balls of steel because oh, yeah. they could easily turn all this shit right back around on him too. you know, weaponize the DOJ and go after Comer for stuff that he never did. Just make shit up. And then you have the legacy media, ABC, NBC, CBS, go right along with it, propagate lies just like global warming, except now instead of global warming, it's a insurrection. James Comer is part of insurrection because he's looking in too far into Hunter Biden stuff. Yeah. You know? He's supposed to be in, uh, I think, in Congress uh, at a hearing next week. Hunter is. Supposed to. Yeah. 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 We'll see. But he showed up. He showed up in Congress chamber. He showed up in chambers um, in a hearing to, on two separate occasions the same day that Fauci. And those that made headlines that he went through there and then he stormed out or whatever. He just... It was weird. Just kind of like the... The same day that Fauci's, though... Yes! Yes. The same day Fauci was in there giving a testimony. You know what? I think all this is is to muddy the waters. Oh, yeah! All it is just to create chaos, muddy the waters, so pay attention to this over here so you don't pay quite as much attention to this over here. And then all the while, there's something big going on back here. But as long as you guys are paying attention to these two things, you'll never see what's going on behind me here. Yeah. It's like everything is just to muddy the waters, to make it... Nobody knows exactly what's going on. Therefore, not any of it gets reported a whole lot on yes so anybody who has watched the house of cards through and through and i've watched the latter of the series twice now because there were so many things happening that i'm like oh i didn't pay attention to that and what i do is if i listen to anything i'm not watching it sitting down and watching it i am doing laundry listening to it yes yeah (laughs) so anyways anybody who has watched this series it is so, it, there's so much foreshadowing. It's unreal. Even down to the Act Blue Democratic um, pay, like whenever Democrats give to the Democrat Party, like the general public gives to the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. Like James O'Keefe brought it to light that there was money laundering and they're using just regular citizens' names saying that they're giving in their name. But the the person is actually not giving. They're just using their name. Yeah, because O'Keefe went to some of these people's names who was on the list that they donated big money to. Yeah, the, like $87,000. And that person had a breakdown and said, I did that? You've got to be kidding me. I've been struggling with dementia. Maybe I did do that. I don't have that kind of money. You know, and they're freaking out. And he was like, no, so you didn't give this money? It didn't come out of your bank well, account. Well, some of those people that they say gave like eighty thousand dollars. He goes and he goes to actually meet that person to mm-hmm. see who it is, and they live in these ran down just shacks. It's yeah, like, or a trailer, or any you know, just or something that like a an apartment. They yeah, don't have somebody that you know does not have a spare eighty thousand yes. laying around just to give to the Democrat party or even their, any party, anything. So the House of Cards refers to that though. Like Hollywood, it's almost knew- like the it's almost like the Democrats were either already doing it and wrote a show about it, uh-huh. or the show was written and the Democrats took all the ideas off of it. <laughs> you know they didn't do. I that. mean, it's like the you chicken know they were the already egg. doing it. Somebody is like, I'm going to play a game with these higher ups and I'm going <laughs> to add it to this drama, and people aren't going to believe it's real because it's so far out there. And here we are in 2024, and it is the truth. Yeah, it is crazy. What a time to be alive. And I contend what the Bible says is when there is evil works, like um, when you're, there's confusion, strife, and anger, and jealousy, 
there's every evil work happening. So you got to make sure that you're not in that, you know. Right. Because the devil comes to, number one, kill. Number two, steal. Number three, destroy. Yeah. And those are the only things that he is going to do. Yep. Kill, steal, and destroy. Yep. So, anyways, um, very interesting things happening. And yeah, it's, Vivek, Vivek left the race. Yep, Vivek uh, conceded. Mm-hmm. He said he's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time to unite. Instantly endorsed Trump, like within 30 seconds of his yes. concession speech. Um, Nikki Haley's out there running around like, She's in the top two and she's not. It's weird. And I, you know, there's not even, there is a top two. It's Trump and DeSantis, but DeSantis is still so far behind. Yeah, there's no way. And and this will fix itself pretty quickly because the people that are donating money to DeSantis and donating money to to Haley and going to watch him continue to lose more than like, barring something wild that me and you don't see, which I'm not saying won't happen. Anything seems like it could happen nowadays, but the donors are going to get tired of watching their candidate. They're trying to support lose and lose and lose, and they're going to cut their losses. Mm-hmm. And at that point, the candidates have no money, so they're out. They're just going to be done, mm-hmm. you know. And it's inevitably it's coming. But, you know, Nikki Haley, she's had some bombs dropped on her. Not We've had bombs dropped on us regarding Nikki Haley here in the past week. What was one of them that I read that she uh, – her husband was deployed and she had an affair on him. Yeah. And I don't know who reported that, but that was a long time ago. I'm pretty sure that, I say was, that the, was a long time ago. It, was, it had to have been like six months ago. It was either the, the Daily Mail or the Daily, Daily Caller. Okay. I can't remember which one I read that on. Okay. But yeah, it did happen. It was See, like, that I, it that's not going to play well with military folks. Mm-mm. Not at all. I mean, if the mainstream will pick it up, I mean, but she's deep state, so she could pay off media companies. I don't know. Pay off media companies to what? Cover that up? Yes. Well, yeah, but to not I mean, talk about it, right? So, but it didn't work because you still have radio talk shows and podcasts and things like that, where yeah. more and more people are getting their information from, right? You know, so I don't. I read that and I thought that's the first thing I thought. I was like, you know, shame on you for any shame on anybody for cheating on their wife or husband. That's just not mm-hmm. a cool thing to do, obviously. But man, you do it whenever your uh, your significant other is deployed. That's a that's. That's not going to play well with any other military people. No. Talk about, I don't know. Mm -hmm. We live in such a self-serving world today that it's kind of like, there's going to be people on the other side that that say, oh, well, she was lonely or, you know. Don't care. She had to have another reason. You know, it's just, I'm just saying there is such a desensitized to morals yeah it's just unreal well okay in all fairness i think she deserves to have her ass busted for it too oh yeah because i was i mean you rewind 30 years ago i was right on the bandwagon with people wanted to trash bill clinton for cheating on hillary all the time yeah you know it's not the right thing to do no i'm equal opportunity i'm consistent here (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah okay but Hmm. got any other news i did have another one i can't what was the other topic that i was going to talk about i don't remember oh it was a big one i don't know i got one okay this is not exactly national news but it's something that prompted a good conversation between jess and i one morning whenever we were watching the news oh i have no idea what you're going to talk so from 14news.com which 14 news is a uh, local tv station right here out of evansville indiana and they had a story the other day that that prompted jess and i to start talking the headline is 
everything you need to know about text to 911 in Muhlenberg <laughs> County. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah. <laughs> so Muhlenberg County is a county in Kentucky. And it's within Channel 14's viewing area. But I guess now they have text to 911. So instead of dialing 911 and waiting on the operator to pick up, you can text your emergency in. And that led to some fun conversation for Jess and I. So let me begin to read this to you, and, and we'll, we'll discuss. All right? Residents living in Muhlenberg County can now text 911 instead of calling them during an emergency. That's according to Muhlenberg County Dispatch, who announced they started accepting text to 911 messages on Thursday. <laughs> text to 911 is a new, important service, officials say. It is intended to benefit people that may not be able to speak due to an emergency, such as an abusive partner or a home invasion, as well as individuals that are deaf, hard of hearing, or have speech disabilities. Here are a few things. Law enforcement and dispatch want you to know about the service. Texting 911 is intended to benefit people that may not be able to speak in an emergency. The key thing to remember is call if you can, text if you can't. When texting 911 for an emergency, the first message should be the location of the emergency, including city and the type of emergency help needed, police, fire, or medical. Okay, I'm going to stop right there real quick. So... Should be the location of texting 911. The first message is location of the emergency. I've got something funny to say about that. I don't know how you do that because this was my experience the last time I had to call 911. And this was, I don't know, six years ago. I don't think Alden was born yet, was he? When my sprayer caught on fire? Oh, I don't know. Well, no, because I had to go to the, the the doctor the next day, and you're like, you're gonna have to have somebody else go with you because I can't. That's right. <laughs> oh. So, so I am cruising through the big town of Bone Gap, Illinois. For those of you who don't know where Bone Gap is, look it up. Yeah, uh, we are in the greater Bone Gap area. Barely signal. Yeah, you're lucky to have signal. Yeah, and as I'm going through town, I thought, and this happened within like five seconds i thought i smelled smoke and i was like what the hell's that and i looked down on my john deere 4830 sprayer and there are flames shooting out of the uh the hood right in front of me oh shit you know i gotta get i got i gotta ditch this thing but i'm right in the middle of town so i'm like okay i'm gonna go on ahead i'm gonna get this thing to the edge of town out of town that way if the thing really does go up big it's not gonna catch a house or a building or something on fire that's right along the road so you book it. So I, instead of stopping, I went, I went wide open faster. Man, that just fuels the flames. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a, it, the black smoke rolling out from the front of that sprayer as it went by would have been something to see. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. So I get to the south edge of Bone Gap. I, I got off the road for the most part to where traffic could still get by me. And I stopped. Of course, to get out of that thing, you got to run right past the hood because the, you know, to, to get out of the sprayer, the walkway is right along the hood. So fling the door open, run through the flames. I was Superman, you know, mm -hmm. bail off the damn thing, pull my phone out and I call 911 because I knew at that point she's going up in flames, boys. Mm -hmm. It's over with. And I, my 911, of course, where Bone Gap is, is kind of, I don't know, you could hit the tower that's in Wabash County which is the county that I live in, or you could hit a tower that's in Edwards County, which is the county that Bone Gap is in. Well, the first thing that happens is I call 911 and I get the Wabash County dispatcher. 
And after she realized that I was not, and I wasn't like panicking, like hyperventilating, but I mean, I'm like, this is kind of urgent. We need to get some fire department here to put this thing out. Yeah. Cause this is going to be pretty hot, pretty quick. And, um, after she realizes I'm in Edwards County, well then she patches me over to Edwards County. So it's like, I'm on hold for a minute. I'm like, well, shit. For our non-farmers real quick. Yeah. Your structure. I mean, cause to me, it's a structure. Because it's massive, this piece of equipment. Sprayer? How tall, from the ground to the ceiling, to the top of that thing, how tall is a sprayer? Oh, probably 10 foot. That's maybe. It? From the, to the top of the cab to the ground. To the very, very, like the hood. Or the, not the hood, the ceiling. Of the cab. Of the cab. Yeah, probably 10 foot. 10 foot. Yeah. Okay. I would say. It's a lot bigger I've than I've never just, measured it. But right. anyway, yeah, that's big. It's big. I mean, yeah. it sits up high. It's big. Yeah. Big old tires. Yes. How tall are the tires? Six foot? Rims and tires? Mm, no, they're probably... Mm. They're taller than me. Yeah, they're probably about my height. So, five eight, six foot. Six. Yeah, somewhere in there. You're not that short. Or I'm 5'11". I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. Wait, do you wear heels? <laughs> Moving on in the okay. story. All right, sorry. thought you were Ron DeSantis me there for a no, second. No, <laughs> no. Which, who cares? Anyways, who cares? It doesn't matter. I've said that for the longest time. Who gives a shit if he wears <laughs> shoes that make him look tall? Anyways, I don't care. Donald okay. Trump gets orange tans. You're on. <laughs> Jeez. You're who on the cares? phone with 911 in Wabash County, and you're on the and, Edwards. And they, and they, I think they finally figured out. Okay, you're in Edwards County. You're going to need an Edwards County volunteer fire department. Let me get you over to Edwards County 911. So mm -hmm. I go over to Edwards County 911, and mind you, these dispatchers were nice people. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong; they were just doing their job. I'm sure this was the, this is the order and the <laughs> protocol they had to go through in order to figure out what they need to do. Mm -hmm. Which. They were both great people that I dealt with. And so I get patched over to Edwards County and this, the lady on Edwards County says, okay, well, where's your emergency at? I said, bone gap, south edge of bone gap where the four, where the four roads come or two roads come together, four way stop. That's where I'm sitting. Mm -hmm. You can't miss me. And she says, well, what is your 911 address? <laughs> I don't have a clue. I'm on the road. I barely know what my 911 address is. When I'm at home, I sure in the hell don't know what a 911 address is whenever I'm, you know, six miles down the road. I yeah. got no clue. She asked you that question. Well, what is the nearest 911 address? Oh Shit, I don't know. I don't have a clue. Yeah. Come from Albin up the Bone Gap Road. When you see the black smoke rolling, that's me. That's where I'm at. I'm standing out in this field, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, it's funny that like right there, they want a 911 address. Well, shit, I can't text them a 911 address because I don't know what it is. Same whenever I call. You want a location? I just told you where it's at. Anybody from a volunteer fire department, which would be from that. And that's what the other thing I said. I said, Bone Gap's volunteer fire department is like a mile from where I'm standing. Yeah. Like in anybody that you just tell whoever the first person you talk to at the Bone Gap fire department, they will know exactly where I'm at. Mm hmm. I'm on the south edge of Bone Gap coming into town. You, you can can't see this. You can this see the town smoke. Has 150 people. <laughs> you can see the smoke. <laughs> it ain't Billy Bob barbecuing. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. It's my John Deere sprayer barbecuing. So anyway, they wanted the 911 address, and I'm like, I don't have a 911 address. So therefore, like texting the address in this situation right here, it'd be about as worthless as telling a 911 operator the address. Yeah. Moving on in the story. Uh, keep text messages brief and concise using full words. Well, that just rules out any teenager because I don't know a teenager anymore that uses full words. I mean, see you later. See you. Yeah. 
the letters. Right. Yeah. And you can name all the shortened, abbreviated yeah. ways they do that. Uh, stay with your phone. Be prepared to answer questions and follow instructions from a 911 call taker. Well, duh. Yeah, that makes sense. This is the one I don't get. Photos, videos, and emojis cannot be sent to 911 at this time. Boom! That is what you need the most. Here's why. Remember how he just said, I don't have any idea what the 911 yeah. address is, but I could drop you a pin. Yeah. Yeah. I do that all the time with everything I do. Drop pins. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, a person has an oil well they need water hauled from or, or, or you send a that pit pin sucked to an out. Employee. Yeah, I, I yeah. send that pin to Cohen. Cohen zooms in on his phone. Okay, yeah. Hits directions and it gets him there. Yeah. Like that would be the most, that in my opinion for text to 911 would be the most important thing you could have. Leave it up to government. Let me drop you a pin. I'm right here. What mile marker you want on the interstate, sir? Shit, I don't know. I haven't paid no attention. I'm just out here somewhere between St. Louis and Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a that's a big area, sir. Can you get more specific? Here, Can you not let ping me dro- my phone? Let me drop you a pin. <laughs> let right. me drop you a pin. I'll right. text it to you. You can forward it on to the fire chief. I mean. <laughs> I don't understand. But anyway, that was the fun discussion that text to 911 came up with. Mm-hmm. And if, and you know, I know there's some first responders that listen to this program throughout the United States. Uh, do you guys have text to 911? And if you do, do you accept photos or, or if I dropped a pin or anything like that, bushels and barrels one at gmail.com. Let me know, because I think that would be the most important of all of it. Mm-hmm. Even above being able to type out words, just dropping a pin. Because yeah. honestly, I, I honestly thought about that when my sprayer was burning. I honestly thought about asking the 911 operator, do you have a cell phone? Can I have your number so I can drop you a pin? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's funny. So here's another problem that we discuss, like, because we like datelines and stuff. And sometimes we just, we, we're kind of, anyways, you watch datelines, you know what I'm talking about. Um she says, or this article tells you to stay close to your phone because you may be called, right? Well, if you're in a closet hiding from an intruder in your home and 911 calls you because you can't send the pin, so they're calling your cell phone. <laughs> so now it rings. And now you've given up your location to the intruder that's in your home. Right. So there's all kinds of problems that we see with this. Yeah, it just... Just let me drop you a yeah. damn pin. I'm going to drop you a pin. I'm going to say a murder in the house, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to turn my phone off. Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah. Things, things. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Things we don't understand. Exactly. Never will. Here we go, folks. It's a California update. is definitely going to keep it rocking when it comes to youth football. Have you heard anything about youth football in California? No. So youth football was trying to tackle football, was trying to get banned for ages 12 and under in California here lately. 
Mm-hmm. It was introduced to the legislator. It got struck down. Gavin Newsom struck it down. And the story is from, see, because we're fair and balanced, I don't get everything from right-wing conservative media, from, from Politico, which is not right-wing, or as Dan Bongino calls it, Bullshitico. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Headline, Gavin Newsom chooses parental freedom over banning youth football. What a saint. What a saying. He chooses freedom. From Sacramento, California, Gavin Newsom saved California Democrats from themselves Tuesday night by killing their proposal to ban youth tackle football just as it threatened to become a national GOP talking point about government overreach in an election year. The ban that aimed to protect young athletes from lifelong brain injuries was also rekindling the ire of parents who have protested over their rights in the liberal state, emotional fights that had previously been centered around issues like vaccine and mask mandates, and school policies on transgender students so essentially all it is is some california liberals wanted to ban tackle football for youth ages 12 and under and the idea is you know you have um i can't remember what what the term is for concussions of these major Mm -hmm. cte i think is what it is oh and you can't figure out if they have it until they until it's too late yeah yeah but they've linked it to these head-on collisions these people these human beings have had in football games for years and years and years and repeated traumatic you know bashing of heads mm-hmm. so therefore it's, it's 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 a deal where everybody's paying attention to it now in a college game i think even in high school definitely in pros uh if if you even think that you have gotten to a collision during the game uh that might lead to a concussion you have to go instantly to the tent and some neurologist or somebody's got to clear you to go continue playing in the game that day. Hmm. So, but they're no, they know that it's from repeated smacking of heads and it starts from the day you started smacking your head, which, you know, could be as early as, Oh, I five. can, I contend that from 12 and under, there's not much of smacking heads in football. I mean, it's, yeah, the, these kids don't hit hard then, but even above and beyond that, it, it is the parent's decision whether or not they want their kid to live in a bubble and just be a puss the rest of their life or get them out and play some sports. Or or even if it's not live in the bubble, I just don't want my kid to play football. Mm-hmm. I would rather them play baseball, basketball, soccer, something else that's a little bit less contact. I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want your kid to play football and you're worried about that, that is your right as a parent to decide that for your kid. If your kid wants to be an adult, graduate high school, says, I never, my parents never let me play football in high school. I want to try out for college because I've always wanted to play football. Boom. Now the kid can make his own decision. But for the government to sit there and tell a parent, you cannot let your, your kid, it is illegal for your kid that's under the age of 12 to play football. It's bullshit. I think, don't you? Yeah. So bullshitico here is praising Gavin Newsom for parental freedom. Of course they are. And I, I just, I think it's funny they're praising Gavin. Where was the praise whenever Gavin Newsom uh, did not take parental freedom in consideration when it came to abortion without parental consent? The parent had no freedom then. The kid could just go get an abortion without parental consent. Where's the parental freedom there? How about masking up or vaccines? I mean, no parental freedom there. You're going to get it. Where's the parental freedom whenever uh, you're told as a parent you have no say-so if your kid wants to dress up like a cat and go to school? Mm-hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. or or even the parental freedom of the voucher system and choosing which right. which school oh, yeah. your kid can go to versus not, and the public funds follow your kid. Mm-hmm. You don't have for the, the, he's against that for parental freedom, mm-hmm. but God bless Gavin Newsom for letting our kids twelve and under play football, letting the parents make the decision. Bless him. Screw him. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> oh, how long have we been going? I don't I feel know. Like we've been going I, I, for a while. We have been going for a little yeah. bit—an hour and eleven minutes. Oh, nice. As of this point, right one. now. Hey, did you hear about the election system, Dominion voting systems? You told me about this this morning. Why don't you tell our yeah. listeners? Okay, so let me get you a. Uh, the Gateway Pundit is reporting this article. There's a few other places that have talked about it. Not many, but a few other places. So um, January twentieth which is yesterday, breaking professor and election expert Jay Halderman hacks into Dominion voting machine in court on Friday in Georgia in front of a judge, Judge Totenberg, using only a pen to change vote totals. Um, They've got an update on here. Pen, P-I-N? P-E-N. P-E-N. Like what you write with, right? He broke into it with a pen? Did I misunderstand that? Okay, let me read that again for you. Breaking. Professor and election expert Jay Halderman hacks into Dominion voting machine in court on Friday in Georgia in front of Judge Totenberg using only a pen to change vote totals. Using only a pen to write with to change the vote totals. So... Um, They've got an update on here. After speaking with election integrity expert Garland Favrito, we discovered the courtroom display was much more serious than we originally reported. Alex Halderman, J. Alex Halderman, demonstrated in court how Dominion machines are hacked and how their tabulations are altered. Um, So in front of a judge, he just showed you how to cheat. Yes. And how they did it. Mm Mm-hmm. So Brad Raffensperger, Raffensperger, um, has sat, yeah, has sat on this report for two years because they had the report done by Halderman back two years ago, and has really, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he sat on this information for two years, and now it suddenly gets released. Why? Why now? Interesting. Why now? Because Donald Trump was a conspiracy theorist for mm-hmm. asking these exact questions mm-hmm. three years ago. Mm-hmm. And we were conspiracy theorists, still are amongst some people. Oh, yeah. People think 2020 was ripped off. Well, yeah. And if you say that, some people are kind of on the line of like, eh, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Like, they're not convinced that it was. 81 million votes for Joe Biden. I'm convinced it was. There's no way. No way. Yeah. It would have to take something like this for that to happen. Mm Mm-hmm. So they they released the report and showed that it it was all done. Um, and that the machines are hackable, how they can be hacked. They went through everything, all the details and everything. So yep. it's very, I mean, and. and yeah. So you know, what's going to keep it from happening again here? Exactly. To ban those machines is what's going to keep it. And we that is the only hand. way to do yeah. it. We got to get rid of those. Yeah. We got to get rid of this stuff. Go back to a paper ballot. Mm-hmm. One person, one vote, put it in the box. We'll count it at the end of the night. With an ID. With an ID, I agree. And listen, you've heard that voter ID is racist. You've heard that saying, right? Oh, so yeah, I've heard it said. I disagree with it. Okay, but. 
I okay, it just clicked in my head the other day of how desensitized I have been to that statement. What a joke. It's almost like reverse racism to say that black people don't have IDs because that's where the, that's their argument is that it's a racist it's racist to to require IDs, right? Because black right. people do not have the ability to well, go get IDs. They're treating black and people so, like they're too stupid to go get exactly. an ID, yeah. which is absolutely a farce. It's outrageous. Yeah. It's so it's the dumbest argument I've ever heard of. Yeah. So anyways, I'm I had an epiphany the other day whenever I heard that and I'm like, "What a joke. This can't be real." We live in What this is just dumb. My mind's blown. I'm speechless. Anyways, so we have this report that came out and he yeah, it is it was told that they knew it back then and then they hit it. <laughs> they covered it up. So what happens now? I don't know. I just yeah, I don't have any idea what happens. I hope that somehow or another the biggest thing is I hope that it it has a Waking so many people, and I mean, I'm not worried about this happening where we live. I mean, nobody cares about where we live anyway. Right here in southeastern Illinois, there's nothing contested about it. We don't have tabulation machines, though. No, or, or we not, don't. We don't have voting machines. We have tabulation machines, right? That read a scantron. Right. You, know, you used just to like take your test. Iowa test of basic yes. skills. Type. Yes. Yes. You used to have to take those ugly green papers or long, yep. you know, whatever, and then they would send it through a scantron and it would tabulate your score. Right. That's what we have in Wabash County. Yes. Just a tabulator. Right. It's not a. It doesn't. It's not a machine that counts votes like that. So the thing, what I want to know is, and then come as, November, as a poll watcher, I'm sorry. As, this is my experience as a poll watcher and a poll judge. You take those at the end of the evening and then you make sure those numbers match you count them manually yes by hand in our little and then precinct. you cross-reference it with yes. what the tabulator said yes. and you make sure those two numbers are the same and if it doesn't make it and if they're wrong which i've never been there where you know they had tabulated incorrectly you take that to the clerk's office and you tell them hey we've got a problem but and we never had that happen yes okay okay so that's what happens in wabash county well, when experience. it comes to Dominion, then there's no way to do that. No, it's, it's all, all like, within that electronic box, yes. and you can do whatever you want to with that box. Yeah, yeah. We need to get rid of those boxes, mm-hmm. big machines. time. Yep, machines, big time. So, and this is this is a part of a long running lawsuit by um, Election Integrity. Let me see the rest of that. But it's an it's an ongoing from Election Integrity people that are. So between these boxes getting hacked into, and then as well as the paper ballots down in Georgia that were getting ran through the machine two or three times, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. of a pipe leak or something. Well, suppo- yeah, that's that's the reason they <laughs> shut down counting. Yes. Or quote unquote shut down. Shut they down. were still counting. They, they were, were just counting the same ones three and four times mm-hmm. in the Democrat heavy districts yeah. to get Biden pushed across the finish line. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I just hope here in I hope here in November there's more oversight from, and it can be both sides. I don't care. I hope that, I just hope there's more honest people, and I don't care whether you lie on the on the left side or the right side, but more honest, just genuinely honest, honest people who can say, "Yeah, we took an ass beating tonight, mm-hmm. and we lost. We lost legitimately, but we lost fairly." You know, mm-hmm. I, I just hope those people show up to watch. That's that's all I can hope. You know what else I hope? What? I hope people go to mypillow.com. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do. Yeah. They still are. 
Yeah, yes, you are. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for going to MyPillow.com. Right now at MyPillow.com, you can save up to 80% on year-end specials. I went to the website before I came up here to record. You can get your Christmas tree tree skirts for next year right now at an 80% discount. Oh, nice. Your holiday pillows, any things like that. We know Christmas is going to come around again next year, right? I, I've, I was told it will. Right. You know, we're less than 365 days away from next Christmas. You guys need to be preparing now <laughs> by saving 80% at mypillow.com using the promo code Hello Jessica, of course. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't want to prepare for Christmas just yet, right now, $59.98 for my slippers. They're worth it, folks. I just put mine on this morning. Remember how I told you I went to church this morning? It was nine degrees. Nine degrees outside. Ryan Peter does not get in his truck unless it's warmed up. Would you agree with that? Mm, that's true. I will be late to something before I get in a cold truck. Because mm-hmm. that's just the way I am. I put on my, my slippers. I went outside. No coat. No t-shirt. Or only my t-shirt on, which is what I slept in. I might have got cold in the rest of my body. My feet stayed warm. I went out, started <laughs> on my truck. Those my slippers are worth it. I'm telling you, fifty nine ninety eight. If you use the promo code, uh, six piece towel sets twenty nine ninety eight. Your best sheets ever twenty four ninety eight. Come on, promo code Hello Jessica. Go straight to my pillow now for these great savings. As the jingle goes, for the best night's <laughs> sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, 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 mamas. Outcast. <laughs> Do you Baby like this mamas. bumper music? No. You don't? No. Remember the other morning I woke up, for some reason this song was in my head, yes. and I said, this is going to be bumper massive yeah. music. So listening to it right now, I just cringe, and I don't know, this is the most overplayed song of the 2000s in the entire, in the entire 2000s songs. Miss Jackson by Outcast. Yes, really, and I absolutely cannot stand it. So I woke up a couple mornings, or it was last week, one morning, and before I walked out to go to work, this song I have no, I hadn't heard this song, Miss Jackson by Outcast, for probably five years, mm-hmm. and it was in my head, and I have no idea why. So right when I was putting my work boots on to walk out the door, Hello Jessica was standing there, and I just looked at her. And I said, "I'm going to ruin your day." <laughs> She looked at me real weird. <laughs> yeah. She goes, how? Mm-hmm. And I just go, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am for real. And walked right out the door. Ugh. Did it ruin your day? No. It didn't no. stick in your I, head? I think I hate that. Like, I loathe that song. Really? Anytime, yeah. Anytime that I'm on like a 2000s playlist or whatever, that song is one of the first ones to show up. And then really? it always plays on. Yes. Next. Nope, I ain't doing it. So I'd rather sing a nursery rhyme than Miss Jackson. Which nursery rhyme? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guarantee I know. you, somebody that just heard that, I uh-huh. just ruined their day. Yes, Because yes. this, this podcast agree. is going to get over with. They're going to go about the rest of their day. And they're going to start singing Miss Jackson. all day long in the back of their head, is going to be. they're going to be hearing, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, I am for real. Mm-hmm. In, the, in that tone, you know, the way they sing it, in that melody. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Well, here's another melody y'all might like. Okay. I don't know. The New York update? Coast to coast. All right. We had California. Let's do New York. 
wonder right now, and this is not the story I've got, but I wonder these streets will inspire you. I wonder how many New Yorkers feel inspired with all the illegals that's running around there. Did you see where they shut down a school? Kept kids at home doing remote learning because they had to open the doors to the school to let these immig- or these illegals have a warm place to stay because it was mm-hmm. brutally cold there too. Mm-hmm. I, where is the keep them in Mexico movement? At least it's warm down there. At least you keep them in Mexico. At least they're not going to freeze to death overnight. And can you imagine if you were a taxpayer in New York and you found out you're paying taxes? <laughs> well, that is not the story I was going to share with you. Okay. From right. CBSnews.com. Headline, Chick-fil-A rest stop location should stay open on Sundays, some New York lawmakers argue. New York lawmakers? New York lawmakers. Can't are wanting whatever? to force Chick-fil-A to be open on Sunday. So here we go. Okay. Chick-fil-A locations operating at rest stops along New York State's highway, New York State's 500-mile throughway could be in the future required to remain open seven days a week, effectively forcing the chain to keep some locations on Sunday, according to a bill from New York lawmakers. The bill introduced earlier this month would require restaurants operating in the state highway systems rest areas to remain open every day of the week at measure or the measure is at odds with Chick-fil-A's policy of closing on Sundays, letting workers worship if they choose. Because, you know, for those of you who don't know, and in, in my opinion, Chick-fil-A is overrated. Do you agree? I like Chick-fil-A, and if there were one around, I would eat it more, but there's not. So I'm not crazy about it. It's not like I, but when if, I was pregnant, I craved it because I knew I was going kind of by there. On the way to the doctor. Yeah, or yeah. coming home from. I, I like Chick-fil-A, but I don't think it's, I don't know. Sometimes I just think people go crazy about them, and maybe it's because they are closed on Sunday, and Christians like that. Yeah. That, that could be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But yeah. at the food itself... I'm not crazy about. They it. have great service, though. It's always my well, pleasure. Sure. You know, sure. They they are there and they serve. Their service is fantastic. When it comes in, you I, I it wins. Okay, their service wins. Okay. But I don't think their food is like super duper special, personally. Okay, so yeah. whatever. Yeah. But regardless, you're in the minority, so I probably am, and I'm <laughs> totally cool with that. Not the first time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. What is it the government the government's business? It's not of what day of the week you're even open. Let alone if it's Sunday. You know what this is about? New York Democrat it's Christianity law against this is one hundred percent the battle. Yeah, against Christianity. It's the same. It's the same argument. Like whenever Hobby Lobby, I don't know if they had stopped offering birth or um, stopped offering to pay for birth control or stop because the federal government came in and said, you're going to have to offer this to your employees. And so they just decided to not offer it at all. Right. And it was because the federal government was, it may have been health insurance altogether. It may have just been paying for birth control. It may have been paying for abortions. I don't know, but they tried to make them. I think it was something to do with birth control, but I don't remember exactly what it was. Okay. But this was years ago. Right. Yeah. But But um, it's none of the government's business. It's not. So that company ended up just not offering that option for employees it's crazy right stupid but forcing a company to be open on sunday 
forcing them. Well, it's kind of like the same thing with these, you know, sometimes gay couples will walk into a, a, a bakery and say, make my, it's we, happened before. we want you to make our cake. And they, the owners say, I'm no. sorry, no, I believe in the sanctity of marriage between a man and a wife. And I don't, you know, I can't support you. I can love you, but I can't support you in your marriage. So I'm not going to make you a cake. Right. Which is, in my opinion, it's, completely up to that business owner. And that's speech and beliefs protected by our Constitution. That's right. So. And they won that court case. Yes, they did. Yeah. You but, know. I mean, you're not going to hear that. No. You can just no. hear that, well, if somebody discriminates you because you're you're gay, then you can sue them. You know, that's what you're going to hear. So. Right. But, I mean, Chick-fil-A should be able to be open on on Saturday, you know, Monday through Saturday if that's all they want to do. Mm-hmm. And leave the Lord's Day the Lord's Day. It's fine. Yeah. Or if they want to open up on Sunday, let them do it. But the long arm of the law doesn't need to tell them one way or the right. other. That's right. But you know what I started thinking about whenever I read this is like it started with businesses being forced to shut down during COVID. The long arm of the law comes down and says, you are not essential. We're going to shut you down. That happened. The government said you got to shut down. <laughs> well, now the government's turning around. And saying, you have to stay open on Sunday. Mm -hmm. You have to. My opinion, neither. The long arm of the law shouldn't tell you to shut down, and they should not tell you to be open. Mm -hmm. I own the business. If I want to serve hamburgers only between the hours of 11 p.m. and 12 a.m. on Monday (laughs) night, and that's it. The long arm of the law should not tell me either way. I don't give a damn if I do have a restaurant right on the freeway. And I will suffer the consequence of whether or not I sell enough hamburgers to stay open by my decision. And Chick-fil-A is obviously doing just fine being closed on Sunday. You know, I, mm-hmm. I you know what it is. It's the all-out war on Christianity you Absolutely. and I have talked about now yes. for two years. That's all this is. And it's been going on for a long and, time. And these lawmakers, so you know, they, they hide under the idea that we want restaurants and facilities to be open along our major thoroughfares to provide travelers with whatever they need. And you know, you damn lawmakers, that is none of your business. Mm -hmm. Your job is, it is up to the individual to have what they need for whatever trip they've got coming up. It's up to them to have enough gas to get from point A to point B without having to stop somewhere. And if they do, maybe they could do their own due diligence before they even leave the house and say, okay, I'm getting ready to go on a stretch without a gas station for 150 miles. So I better make sure I got enough gas in the tank. Same with the restaurant. Better make sure I either pack some snacks or fill my belly up before I leave. But no, it's the long arm of the law that's got to tell you what you can and can't do and make sure that you're taken care of. The more of the nanny state. We as lawmakers have to make sure that these restaurants are open. Yeah. Well, then you jackass, you get out there and flip the burger on a Sunday when you would rather be watching the NFL, whenever you would rather be sitting there with your family having Sunday brunch. You get out of your house and go do it. Yeah. My opinion. Yeah. Staying on restaurant talk. Okay. Just happened to find this. Going through, Applebee's launched a $200 date night pass. No one is sure if it's a good deal. Have you heard of anything like this? Wait, it's going to take a lot of time to spend $200 at Applebee's. Is it? With inflation? I haven't been doing Applebee's, so... Well, you don't don't really care for Applebee's. I do. You think of Applebee's probably what I think of Chick-fil-A. 
It's there. I'll eat it if I have to. No. No? I have zero desire to go to Applebee's. But because you like Applebee's, I, do. I go there. Because my job is to serve you. <laughs> that's very nice. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's that's for real though. Why, I go, why? Why do you not like Applebee's? I had a boyfriend and we were together for a very long time. And all he wanted to do was wait until Applebee's had their half price appetizers and that's when we, and I think it was like from nine to midnight or something. And they have an Applebee's in Carbondale and in Marion. So the only, and he was so tight. The only time he would like take me out to eat was at Applebee's and have price appetizers. Okay. It was awful. So you just got Applebee's out. I just don't like it. You just got Applebee's out. And the food out. is not that great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I have so what this zero is, desire to go to an Applebee's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so to spend $200 there? Now wait. Holy cow. Now wait. All right. All wait. Right. I can't wait. What it's called is a $200 date night pass. And let me tell you, I, I don't think that, I think this is brilliant actually. Okay. All right. Now, in the headline, it says, no one is sure if it's a good deal. Ah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know how you let spend me, let me, $200 at Applebee's. Let me read the article. Okay. You're going to find out. The pass is valued at over $1,500, according to Applebee's, but some aren't sure it's a good deal. For just $200, Applebee's is offering customers a quote-unquote date-night pass that will get them $30 a week in comped food for a year. In other words, you're allowed once a week to go to Applebee's and order 30 bucks worth of food. Okay. And you just get the 30 bucks worth of food for free because you paid 200 bucks online to buy this date night pass. Mm -hmm. But some are questioning how good a deal that really is, which you could see this. Okay. So let's just do simple math here. 50 weeks in a year, 30 bucks a week. That's $1,500 worth of food you would be entitled to if you buy the $200 pass. Okay. It does not include alcoholic beverages. So if you want to go there and get 30 bucks worth of wings, great. If you want to wash it down with your favorite cerveza, you're going to, mm -hmm. to pay for that. Same with margaritas, any hard drinks, anything. You have to pay for the drinks. Okay. But you get the 30 buck meal for free or well, for 200 for the price of your pass once a week. However, nominally the $200 pass is potentially worth more than $1500, which is what we just said. Over the course of 2024, it would re Applebee says it would recoup its cost after just seven meals, but tongue-in-cheek commentators wonder how many customers would even get that far, which is kind of what you just said. How are you going to spend 200 bucks at Applebee's? Yeah. One guy said, the gotcha is that most people die after only a few Applebee's dinners. <laughs> one social media star replied. <laughs> Another one is says, hope you've got 50 different women in mind for dates because none of them are going to go go with you to Applebee's for date night more than once. <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh but here's gosh. here's how I think this would work. Who says date night? And and then not only that, in the year 2024, according to the media, three quarters of everyone is gay. So me and my best friend, who I claim is my gay lover, okay. are on a date. Okay. And we go there, and Illinois is playing basketball. Terrence Shannon Jr. is coming back today. <laughs> so we want to go watch the game. Okay. Or the NFL game's getting ready to happen here in a little bit. Mm -hmm. We want to go watch these games, eat some wings. Boom. 30 bucks. 
We get 30 bucks worth of wings right in front of us because I bought the $200 pass. And then we sit there and we pound beer for three mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. I think it's a good deal because it's going to bring people in. They're getting a bargain on food. Guys like me who like sports, if I had a boyfriend, I claim to have a boyfriend. Ew, okay. You just take your friend, whatever. Okay. But go in there, get your 30 bucks worth of wings, mm-hmm. drink some beer. Basically, you're eating for free or you feel like you are. And Probably after those three hours, you're going to order some more food. Well, exactly. I mean, I mean, yeah. Or here's the other thing that'll happen. Me and uh, Cody are sitting in there drinking some beer, eating some wings, watching a game. A couple of Cody's buddies text him. A couple of my buddies text me. What mm-hmm. are you guys doing? Well, it's freaking two degrees outside. Mm-hmm. We're at Applebee's watching the game. Come on over. There's plenty of room. And then they come over and they actually order food because they don't have their $200 pass. I don't think it's a bad deal. I think it's a it's a unique idea on Applebee's part. Sweetheart, do not spend $200 and buy the date pass. Okay? <laughs> I don't want you to. I'm going to do it. I don't want you to. Just because you asked me not to, I'm going to do it. I have no interest. Huh. You're going to have to take Alden. You and Alden can go and have your $30 date night pass. See, that would be a weird date. Play I'll... date. Play date with your kid. <laughs> there you See, go. See, I wonder if Applebee's will start questioning that. No way. Mm-mm. It's not. It can't be guy and girl only. Yeah. No, no. way. Mm-mm. They would never. No, we don't live in that world. No, that no. world's gone. Like I said, yeah. three quarters of everyone nowadays, according to the media, is gay. Yeah. So... And you're weird if you're not. Right. <laughs> you're not just kind of, just a little bit. You're weird. We had a good show today. I think so. It's been we good. had a Fauci update, a Cali update. New York. New York update. Applebee's update. Tackle football has is still allowed in California. Thank you, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, watch out for those voting machines. Courtesy Bullshitico. Okay. We did a good job today. You know what I want to do the rest of the day? Watch football. Watch football. So, uh... Football. Football. <laughs> so the Ravens, uh, they beat the Texans yesterday. I hated to see that because I like C.J. Stroud. And then last night, the way that I opened the program today, I'm I'm a Green Bay fan whenever the Bears are out of it. And uh, they shit the bed last night. So at the very end of the game. So they're out of it. The team that I am rooting for, 100% to win the Super Bowl. Probably not going to happen, but the ones, I, the Detroit Lions, I'm going for the Lions. Hmm. They've sucked for so long. <laughs> okay. They're like, okay, you remember, I don't know if you remember or not, but back in, was it 2015 or 2016 when the Cubs finally won the World Series? The Detroit Lions right now are the Cubs of that year. Like, they've sucked for so long. Mm-hmm. And now, like, they've. Finally won a playoff game last weekend. Now they're playing again today against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think the only people rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the people that live in Tampa. How could you root against the Lions right now? You just can't. Who are oh. you rooting for? I have, yeah, I'm not. And then the second <laughs> game this evening, and mind you, I will be sitting watching both of them. I'm not doing anything because it's 15 degrees outside. The second game is the Kansas City Chiefs are flying to Buffalo. And if you guys watched that game last weekend, all the snow and the stands. And as a matter of fact, the, the, the Buffalo Steelers game was postponed because of so much snow, which that doesn't happen very often in the NFL. But they're going to play, uh, they're going to play at Buffalo. And I, I, hope, I hope the Bills kick their ass. 
because I'm tired of the Pfizer poster child, Travis Kelsey, being everywhere on my TikTok feed. I'm so sick of seeing him. Get your shot. Get your shot. And I'm like, mind your business. Mind your business. Mm -hmm. And then his girlfriend, the Napoleon Dynamite lookalike, Taylor Swift. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I still think, I contend she's a CIA operative. I do. We saw that this this past week or heard that. Who said I that? I mean, you've got to, the questions have got to be asked. Why is Jesse she, Waters? That's who said yes, it. Yes. Like, yeah. What the heck? Why are we seeing Taylor Swift? You open Instagram and you go to search for nail designs, which I'm a at home nail girl. So I've always done my own nails. I just look up stuff on Instagram or Pinterest or whatever. And Taylor Swift is everywhere. Yeah. And I am not a fan. Like I only know her old songs because that's what played on the radio back in the day. Have you ever and seen a picture it. of her right beside Napoleon Dynamite? Yes. They look the same. Yeah. They're pretty close. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So I, I, I hope that I hope no. that the Pfizer poster boy and Napoleon Dynamite get their asses beat this evening. And if you think she's a spy, think about her following. Like she Oh, could, it's humongous. And you know, Haley Bieber is a big has a big following too. And she's not nearly as influential as Taylor Swift. It's uncanning. Who's Haley Bieber? Never heard of him. Is that a girl? Justin, I guess. Yeah, Justin Bieber's wife. What's well, his wife? Yeah. Not his sister. And I know all you farm guys don't know don't know anything. No, but anyways, I've never even heard of Haley Bieber. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, hmm. So, well, nail nail art. She kind of came out with the donut glazed nails. You know anything about that? No. This is just to continue on with my all things health and beauty. Girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Oh, you've got to do the deck go. Clock, the deck clock. Oh yeah, I got to do that too. But before we go, mm-hmm. uh, something that Jess and I did last year was a scholarship. Oh, and we haven't okay. we haven't announced this <clears throat> to you guys yet. No. So and, we we'll probably do this again next week and just let everybody know at the beginning of the show because we probably lost some listeners. Just we, at, okay. At we'll, some point, we'll yeah. start next week with it. But let's yeah. go on and tell them what we're thinking right now. Okay. I don't know that we're going to do the scholarship. What we did last year. Yeah. And we have very good reason for it. Yeah. It was a hundred percent pain in the ass (laughs) and not the people that applied. Yeah. Not the, God bless each and every one of those people that applied. It's the dealing with these colleges. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. And the best, the supposed best and the brightest among us are some of the stupidest people I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. It's an account. Here's a thousand dollars. It goes to Jane Doe. Make sure this is put on Jane Doe's bill. Yeah. And what was the percentage of success we had there? Like 20% of the five we gave, one of them got it right. I think the two down at SIC in Harrisburg, actually. They got it right. Yeah. So SIC in Harrisburg did a good job. Yeah. And actually, they were the only college who sent us a thank you letter. Thank you for investing in our students at the at the community college level. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. I have to give a shout out to them. Yeah. Wabash here locally was one of the worst. Um, Couldn't get a hold of anybody. Nobody yep. calls you back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you have to go in there. And then I eventually had to just rewrite another check. And then, really, they lost yeah. the original check. Uh, it was that or the mail, you know. Well, that's who do true. You, who do you I, blame? Yeah, I the mail is awful too around re- here anyway. I reissued two different checks, and what was it two weeks ago that you told me that somebody still didn't have a, a credited to their account? 
Something like that, yeah. Just two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. We're Ab- almost in an Abby. entire year later. Abby Redmond at mm-hmm. uh, Wyotech. Mm. They managed to screw it up just royally. Some of them didn't even want us giving money because it wasn't, quote, in their... I mean, it wasn't enough to make a difference for them. Like $1,000 is not enough to make a difference? Just, it's just... We, ugh, these people. So... Yeah. We're not big potatoes, and that's okay. But no, we're not. I'm going to but- tell you, to make it... It was outrageous and still is. And and then the parents, you know, they're teaching their kids how to go through this with patience and trying to get it done with patience. And bless her heart, one of the moms, she's just like, I am going in there every day. And I said, who are you talking to? Because I will talk to them. And then if we are talking to the wrong people, I'm going to find out. And I had to go. I mean, it was it was so outrageous. Like, all you have to do is say, hey, I want this money to go to this kid's account. It's really not hard. It's, it's that easy. It's easy, right? Like, it's the most simple of accounting. Yeah. No, that's not how they work. Yep. Yeah. So, but I was impressed when SIC said, thank you for the money for our kids. Right. Here at the right. school. That was the only school. So, so. I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to do. Yeah. We might just do one. We might not do anything. We might just do, you know. Yeah. Checks. It I just, don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Such a letdown. Mm-hmm. We're so happy to help kids. Yeah. Students that want to like get better mm-hmm. at life and and do something to provide for themselves and their family down the road. Yeah, so disappointing that the institutions that are teaching them are so irresponsible. Yeah, when it comes to just handling money. Well, the the red tape, the bureaucracy that's involved—it's ridiculous. You know, and nobody can function when someone's out of the office. Like yeah. nobody can step in and say, "Hey, I know how to do that," or "I can." Right. Which happened in one instance, you know, somebody was on maternity leave and like, what well, do you mean? I, you don't have somebody to do that congratulations. job. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy somebody's on maternity leave. That's, that's a great deal. They're yeah. getting ready to give birth. Well, there should be somebody in there to step right in that place and keep the business running. Yeah. I mean, and it, why don't they have somebody in there yeah. to, to do it anyways? So I mean, we're not we have, talking about a mom and pop institution here. We're hmm. giving money to, I mean, these are uh, Wabash Valley college in Mount Carmel is a legit junior college. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that was I one of there. the absolute worst ones to work with. And that's here locally. Yeah. And I hate to say that. Yeah, because that won't I'm, make us any friends, will no, it? No, it won't. I hate to say that, but I, it is what, like, it is, it what, is what it is. It is what it is. They need to be called out. Like, come on, get I'm better. Not try, I'm not trying to call them out. I'm just telling you, this was my experience as a donor to that college for one of the, to invest in their, in a kid that was going there. Yeah. Or a student that was going there. Yeah. You know, this was, it was, it was terrible. Yeah. And I eventually had to go to the admin office. Could you imagine if we had to drive all over the country to drive drop to these, Wyoming to yeah, do this? Drop these exactly. checks off. Yeah. But I had to go in there. Like, I don't get it. Okay. I'm done griping about it. So before we leave, I want to update you guys on the amount of money that the United States of America borrowed just while you were listening to Jess and I go back and forth to for rounding for easy and simple purposes. $201 million. That's. <sighs> That's what it was. Well over a million dollars a minute. So. That's crazy. That's what we borrowed. Just since we've been talking. Just since we've been talking. When do we stop paying taxes again? <laughs> when are we When are we stopping to pay? When do we stop? <laughs> I want to go down Brian, to the honky tonk. For real though. <laughs> when can we stop? You and me. Leah Thomas Let's is still a boy. Stop paying taxes. You were born in America. <laughs> Don't forget to be one. We'll see you next week, folks. Adios. Name Waylon. I got a driveway that needs paving. I got a boat. 
With a two-stroke, a couple guaranteed to make you laugh jokes I got friends in low places Yeah, life is what you're making I might not end up in the Hall of Fame With a star on a sidewalk with my name Or a statue in my hometown when I'm gone Nobody gonna name their babies after me I might not go down in history But Got a girl named Sheila, she goes batshit on tequila Got a job that gets the job done I got a loan at the bank, it's a big one The only place you might see my name is on a wall for a good time call I'm a local legend on a Friday night in a Pat's Blue Ribbon neon light I might not end up in the Hall of Fame with a star on a sidewalk with my name Talk, I go down to the honky tonk. I go down, I go down to the honky tonk. I go down to the honky tonk. I go down to the honky tonk. I go down, I go down to the honky tonk. Talk.